0: Hello and welcome to the ArchLeft Archive podcast. In this episode we speak to Porig Mannion. Porig has been a member of Official in Féin and then the Workers' Party since joining as a student in Galway in 1974 and has had several roles within the party including on the Ard Korala. He is also Secretary of the Peace and Neutrality Alliance. We discuss Porig's background and early involvement in student politics as a Student Union Rep and later Education Officer with the USI joining official Sinn Féin, the political issues at that time, and his experience of the many elections and referendums since. Wider campaigns such as the Resources Protection Campaign and International Solidarity Work, and also his involvement in publications from the party. We discuss how core issues such as housing, civil rights and separation of church and state have changed since Podrick became involved in politics, and also the politics and development of the Workers' Party, its electoral advances in the 80s, the emergence of democratic left in the early 90s, and the party's continued political work since then this interview was recorded in June 2022 uh, many thanks to Porig for talking to us for this episode you find the Left Archive at leftarchive.ie um, if you want to get in touch you can email us at contact at leftarchive.ie so thanks to everybody for listening and thanks to Porig for taking the time to speak to us well first thanks very much Porig for, for coming on and talking to us um so to start, maybe you can tell us a bit about what first brought you into political activity and uh, joining a political party.
1: Okay, uh, I, um, I'm from a small farming background. Uh, no, no major political uh, background. My parents would have voted for Fianna Fáil, uh, but their, their background behind that, in my grandparents' era, uh, people would have been involved either as activists or as victims in the land war. Uh, at the end of the uh, 19th century uh, and uh, in the Fenians and in the setting up of the GAA uh, on my my father's um, side Uh, so there was that uh, that sort of radical uh, uh, background uh, behind that Uh, and again uh, even though on my mother's side uh, again there was no industrial side but some of her brothers were in, in the construction industry uh, and they had a very she had a very strong sense of, of the need for workers to have solidarity. Uh, you know, and when people made a price, they stuck to it. Uh, and you didn't uh, go behind people's backs you know, to, to make a separate deal. So there was that, it's mean, it's a low level of political involvement, but there was that sense of of of, of people sticking together. Uh, and I'd say you know, what we what we did then is obviously we were not obviously but we did get a paper most days. And then when I was in secondary school, uh, at one stage, I became aware that the uh, Irish Times did a deal for students and instead of it being fourpence, you could buy it for threepence or whatever it was uh, at the time. So uh, I used to get on the way from the school up to the both sides to, to get an Irish Times. Uh, and my, my parents' paper would have been the Irish Press. So we would have had one paper, two papers uh, in the house uh, a lot of days of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, the, the radio was the big uh, medium at the time. Like, uh, I don't think we had television uh, in, in, in the sixties. We didn't have television in the 1960s, uh, even though there was Obviously, a television service. Uh, <clears throat> so, the issue that would have been in the media you know, that I found interesting in, in Irish politics uh, was obviously from the campaign on. It was, there was a campaign about fishing. We uh, claim we claim fishing rights. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, I think it was the National... the inland waterways restoration campaign was a sufficient name. Uh, then there was the uh, campaign about housing uh, in Dublin, uh, the Dublin Housing Action Committee, uh, and there were smaller uh, campaigns uh, elsewhere. Uh, the civil rights campaign, uh, obviously, both in, in Northern Ireland and in media-wise, we would have heard about um, the civil rights campaign in, in the US and you know, for, for 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 black rights, and later on, uh, the rights of, of Native Americans you know, sort of, you know, uh, I'm not sure if you're uh, either of your right. I don't only have to remember when Native Americans were called Red Indians. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh,
2: unfortunately. Uh,
1: so that, that that was the that was the uh, sort of background, uh, and when you were listening to the, to the radio, you know you'd have obviously the establishment people coming on, uh, but the radical voices that I that sense to me uh, at, at, at at that time uh, were I suppose there were three. One was Tomas Magilla, uh hmm. who had spoken. I suppose a lot of things generally, but especially when Northern Ireland and the civil rights campaign uh, became a major issue, he always seemed to be a very rational, reasonable uh, voice. Uh, on the whole social issues, and, and also on Northern Ireland, but more of so those on the southern issues, I remember Maureen de Burka, uh being uh, an important voice, on, on, on especially on housing uh, and on other issues uh, like that. She was also uh, very involved in the... Um, anti-Vietnam peace campaign uh, and then the, the person from the north uh, who impressed me, he's dead now since over 40 years Malachi McGurden mm. whom I just knew he was the name but he was he was the chairperson of the Republican Clubs at the time because you couldn't legally uh, have an organisation called Sinn Féin under the Flags and Immigrants Act or something like that uh, so uh, the, the, the party just for simplicity's sake renamed itself in the north the Republican Club. so he was chairman of the Republican Clubs and then he became a he was a counsellor in uh Craig Hammond Oh yeah. Af- afterwards. Uh, and uh very popular man locally. So there were the three voices uh that 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 made sense uh to me. Uh and uh so then I went to college in 1973, UCG at the time was in UIG now. Yeah, I'd say from the media it's going to get renamed, i not sure what, but in any event it was UCG uh at, at, at the time. Uh, and so the first year, there was a branch of official Sinn Féin in college called the, the UCG Republican Club. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get involved in that uh, in my first year. There was, there was more sort of a, a liberal um, socialist of talk shop, think shop, sort of a reading club involved that they got involved in. Now, that had members of the Republican Club involved in it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the books and resources we would have used would have belonged uh, to, 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 to members of the Republican Club. Mm-hmm. But my first, I suppose, direct political involvement with official Sinn Féin would have been the... June of 1974, when there were local elections, uh, and I, we, 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 I canvassed uh, for uh, official Sinn Féin uh, in Galway. You know, mm-hmm. My first time campaigning, uh, and something you look back, you wonder: your first uh, campaign, did you actually win votes or lose votes? <laughs> um, but uh, in any event, uh, I put in the shift uh, and and you know, tried to try to study for and pass my first year exams. Uh, yeah. So luckily, my exams were well, sure, Much, exams were more, more, more successful than my uh, <laughs> uh, campaigning. Uh, and then, uh, as was, well, was a lot of people did at the time, went to London uh, in the summer to to work on the villains uh, and make it to a table, uh, and then uh, came back in the autumn uh, and and uh, joined the politics Now, luckily mm-hmm. enough, uh, you know, the, the, the the working in London was important to have money uh, to spend, but. Like the free education uh, was really important uh, for me and my family and a lot a lot of people uh, in uh, so sort of the same social strata uh, as, as I was uh, because my entire second level education had been free mm. uh, you know we had got the bus maybe six miles just over six miles from where I live to the secondary school so we had got the bus in uh, and uh, and then they say your your college uh, fees were paid, and you got a certain uh, living allowance, uh, which was you from starving, but it certainly wasn't going. You certainly weren't going to uh, live in any in any level of, level of luxury or sort of have any spare money at all for books or for, for mm. anything. So, like you say, you you knew your fees were paid once 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 you once you passed your exams. Yeah. Uh, so, I know, like. Well, from the, from the beginning, um, even before I was involved in official Sinn Féin, uh, I was involved in the students' union as a, as a, a student rep in first year. Uh, mm-hmm. And I had been elected on to the, to the executive of the students' uh, union in my first year. Um, right. a, obviously a part-time uh, person. So my second year then, which was easy enough year in college, uh, mm-hmm. it, uh, I was uh, obviously in the party, obviously in the students' union. Mm. And party work was very varied at the time. Being being a party activist in a college is probably different in that we would have had, for example, a a a book stall and leaflet stall every week uh, in the in the college. We would have uh, sold papers uh, outside in in with with the branch in 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 the town. Mm. Uh, Initially, uh, it was just the United Irishman, which was a, a monthly. Yeah, the Irish people started uh, as a weekly, which was, they, I think, the idea was to sell it in shops. But then it became a smaller paper and cheaper. And the idea was that it was sold weekly in in pubs or in uh, housing estates or whatever else. So we did that. Then that was every every week you went down with that. Every month you went down with the United Irishman. You did stalls whenever on a Saturday. Uh, and uh, you know, then but was in '74. Maybe the more 75, 76. We didn't a supplement because there, there she was in very much uh, Dublin based or maybe Dublin Corbin um, so we used to produce a, a, a supplement called the Golly People, uh, yeah. which is two pages or four pages uh, uh, of of A4. Um, and uh, so that, that was that was guest um, uh in, in somebody's house uh, then in, uh, I think Sean. And then when we got a little got a little office uh, mm. in a in a back street off a of back in laneway off a of back street, um, mm. and we had it there. Uh, and, uh, and you know, my, my typing was always two fingers, but I was really good with it. When he gets up was there
2: was there a, was there a, a lot of members in uh, of OSF in in Galway at the time, either in the college or outside of it?
1: In, uh, in the college, we had a good membership. The town, we probably had a more looser structure. There had been, um, there had, I think, a, before before I went to college, there had been probably, a, a, I think, a reasonable enough membership. Mm. Uh, but quite a lot of the membership, or some of the membership anyway, had had um, departed um, with with uh, Seamus coslo Oh yeah, uh, one or two of them had left Galway for for I think to avoid the long arm of the law, and then. Uh, a certain number because of activities relating to to, to the to the uh IRA, i irsp mm. uh, and obviously when something like that happens other people just lose heart and say to him well, you know i'm not starting again yeah. uh and so but there was, a, there was a there was a lot of people in a, in a loose structure but not in, mm. a, in a in a branch structure so obviously part of the part of the campaign part of the job was to keep people you know, in the loose structure uh involved yeah. uh and some of the events you know uh even social events just to make sure we were turn up uh, mm. and, and talk to each other and meet each other yeah uh events like that uh but they the 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 party in galway city at the time was in a fairly low uh a fairly low end. Mm. Uh, and I suppose the first after 74 local elections uh since 75 in the beginning of 75 uh the local tea, one of the local TDs Johnny Gagan uh, died, and uh, was mm. a by-election, mm. uh, and Maureen Quinn, uh, mm. who, who was a TD, and then a, a minister in Europe, a minister yeah. in Europe uh, for many years. And she stood for Fingall. Right. I forget who stood for and We stood a candidate, uh, Ringy Pendergast, uh, who was uh, a postgraduate uh, student in in in, in at the time, mm. and. Uh, so uh we we um we were finding that out of this, out of this little um little, little office in a shed in mm. off, off at the back of in the back of a laneway off Chick the Barber's. Um you well, you went into an alleyway there beside beside his, beside his bar- barbershop. barber uh, shop. and that's that's where you know that's that's where we operated like, I think it had a, a bulb and one PowerPoint uh and and a table and you know a few chairs. And they so as office go it, it wasn't uh, there was more a space than an office in was somewhere you could meet somebody you could store election somewhere yeah. somebody you could have a central point and how everything meets here mm. uh and uh but it was seven, 75 was a fraught year for the party mm. uh in that the party suffered uh, two major attacks nine of our people got killed uh, in mm. 1975 mm. Yeah. Uh, murdered between the inla and uh in in the easter time and the uh, provisional ira at Halloween. Uh, mm. But in, in, the, in the the, the Saturday uh, we had uh, met, we had given out leaflets. And then the Sunday morning at the time, after mass meetings uh, were a a feature of I think all elections, but certainly of country elections. Mm. We were meeting uh in the civil office uh, to be sent out to various uh churches uh, across across um, you know Connemara and you know or wherever the wherever the constituency went. Uh, and uh, and to, to that, we were standing outside. Somebody was listening to the early morning news on on a transistor. Mm-hmm. Uh, does, that, that, does that that in in that alleyway, I remember, uh, listen to that transistor that we heard that um, uh, Sean Garland had been uh, had been at, uh, attacked and attempted murdered on mm-hmm. uh, Sean uh, by by the INLA outside his home uh, in 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 Ballymun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, was uh, it, It's a very disconcerting piece of news to find out that. I I didn't know Sean at the time. Don't know, mm. He was a name. Then mm. uh, you know, I would have maybe seen him at a Nollage, not the so there, But I didn't, since you know, I wouldn't have said hello, Sean, or he wouldn't have known yeah. from from Adam. Yeah. Uh, but like, was one of those names you you knew, uh, and uh, you know, the fact that this this had happened, and this, the I was in uh, grave danger of dying, uh, having been shot. I think five mm. or seven times. Yeah. Uh, so like it, but it also did a show thing for, for people, like policies were different. You know, that's even part of his life. You know, that like if somebody's shocked now, that the falls of the bicycle, you know, it's all over social media in in, 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 in two minutes, you know. Yeah. Uh but like the idea, you know, that we're 130 miles down the road, uh and that you know, maybe really apart from whatever house the most big of us was staying in, mm. the the only people who you know that that we turn up and we, I mean, you don't know, uh, that that, that somebody uh, has been, a, you know, there's been a, a serious shooting attempt, uh, an attempted murder, uh, yeah. on a person, assassination. And you don't right? know, yeah, right. it was to assassinate him. It
2: was a very deep concern. I mean, I presume there's huge, deep concern amongst all members of the party at that point in time in the movement. Well, those time,
1: I think there was pretty well. Some was like, you no, know, we were just young and mad, and sort of, you, yeah. you don't think it's going to. But the fact that you're that you have Tomas Begida mm. there uh, with with you, you know, and you sort of think, well, if they go for Sean and you know, why want to go for um, yeah. Tomas Begida or some other person uh, in the leadership? Yeah. Uh, and I think it's, you know, it's there is a photo of Tomas. I think that day uh, in in in, in Mareview, and it's one of the few posters with Tomas from that year. Mm. Where you see the 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 poster in the background uh, is uh, people before profit, right? Which was a, a party slogan uh, for many many years uh, in the seventies. Yeah. But again, because of the nature of offices and the nature of posters were were paper or, or cardboard at the time. Yeah. And they don't last. Yeah. Uh, but the sort of the logo with it was, was slightly different than, than what the SWP uh, adopted. Mm. But the slogan. Uh, so that that was a slogan. Uh, in 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 the seventies, right. So that that was sort of the, the political campaign, but the of course obviously didn't. Like the, the internationally, there was obviously the, the 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 Chile solidarity would have been the big issue. I suppose because right. the the, um, the Vietnam War ended, uh, the new, and like we all remember or all have seen at some stage, you know, the the evacuation uh, of, of, of of Saigon. Yeah, and like in the total, you know crazy defeat of the americans there yeah uh but just before i went to college 9 11 uh 73 as opposed to 2001 right uh the 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 coup uh in chile where the you no, know, that like he was a marxist but the government that he was leading you know, was a very mild interest to so the social democratic government at the end mm. of the day. Uh, i mean it wasn't you know, it wasn't he wasn't Chávez, you know no. or any event. A, so like we 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 Ireland took in refugee, Cuban refugees at the time, political refugees, and a certain number of them ended up in Galway. Mm. So we had a, a very small uh, Q- uh, Chilean community. Uh, and then uh, Ch- we had a Chile solidarity campaign as well. So that would have been sort of a major uh, international. But the, from a campaign point of view, the natural resources were a very big issue because right. in the early 70s, the that booklet came out, the uh, you know, uh, you know, the, the robbery of, of our natural resources, uh and then uh there was a the party around the, the, the great oil, the great irish oil and gas robbery oh yeah uh, yeah uh, and you know, there, there were about know, the banks and the tony Wright's last game you know, and all, 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 all those uh booklets uh being brought out at, 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 the, at that time but housing and the quality of housing um was it was an issue and then the people, the, the councils were still building uh, houses, even though not enough. But also, you had you know private, you know private people, pri- private developers being being built. But a lot of the housing that was built in the seventies by developers was very reminiscent, uh, or being replicated thirty years later in, in the in the Celtic Tiger, like really mm-hmm. bad uh, development, no. really dodgy. And the, the some of the planning uh, procedures and decisions that were being made then. Again, uh, they just got worse when, when there was more money. Uh, so like, one of the things we always campaigned for was that the Kenny report on, on billing land that would be, be implemented, in other words, it should be controlled and mm. uh, put an end to what that is. But one of the things, just just thinking about it uh, the other day, one of the things we, we had, just, well, the, the boomtown Rats had started as a band. Right. So we used to have this little thing in, in the paper, I figured that maybe once or twice, and we had Boomtown Rat of the Year. In other words, the developer, <laughs> uh, you know, in, in the Gullet people, the, the, the developer you know, who, who basically had gotten away with the biggest scam. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, how we got away with it, maybe they just thought there's absolutely no point in, in trying to sue these bloody students. Uh, yeah. You know, but in any event, we, we, we got away with it. Uh, or maybe they thought that truth uh, is, the is, is, you know, like, I think, you No, know, yeah. But when I think to my law lectures, I think if, Liable truth is a, is, a, is a 100% is a complete defense, uh, so maybe they decided well, we can <laughs> deal with it. But any event, so, uh, so I in was a, say, involved in the in students' union involving in USA, and uh, we had a general election 77, which we uh, contested, and then local election mm. 79, and Europeans. Now obviously we knew we had no chance in Europeans, mm. but we performed creditably uh, in the local elections. Uh, but I suppose, from the from the party point of view, from the morale point of view, the big um, the big breakthrough uh, would have been that Tomás McGillivray was elected uh, for the uh constituency because that lifted yeah. uh, the, the entire party. Because Thomas really you know, hadn't stood in, in elections you know, in in the seventy three mm. election or the seventy four election. You know, he hadn't stood in the, in those elections. It like, was in the late 70s that he, that he stood. I think he stood in the by election in 76 or 77 something like that. Mm. And then, you know, was elected as a councillor in 79. So that, that was a, me- a major uh, morale lift uh, to the party. Mm. Uh, and then uh, I was elected uh, as education officer of, of USI. I had been a uh, a full-timer for a year in Galway. Uh, and then I went back to finish my law degree. And then I... I, uh, I, I Went to Dublin, uh, seventy nine, uh, hmm. July seventy nine. Uh, was a full time officer for 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 for, U, for USI. And,
2: so uh, that, that was which year was that? Which... Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Sorry, apologies. Yeah, yeah. yeah seventy nine. Yeah. So you uh, so in a sense because USI and you know I mean there's always the jive about the student princes, but there were a lot of people elected into positions in USI. Like they were elected in. They're elected in by people. It wasn't like
1: there's, there's, well, there's two things. One is that obviously people were elected. Um, well all of you who in the in the in, in the public domain mm. I, were were workers' party people were in the workers' party or official Sinn Fein at the time yeah. uh, they, they were uh, elected. Like when you when Philip when was elected in, in UCG student union, he mm. wasn't in the party at that time. He was in the party before oh, yeah. the UCG, but not in Galway. Right, yeah. Uh, so he was in but like Pat Rabbit, for example, uh, had nothing to do uh, with official Sinn Féin or the Workers' Party when he was in in Galway or when he was in USA. And I, right, I said yeah. it to somebody in, in uh, some interview before. Mm. I remember being in Loch Ray uh, with, with uh, an old, a longer-standing member of, of the party in Galway.
2: Mm. And we had the United
1: Irishman. Uh, and so he collected it from the station went down, and said, well, we, we, we'd be as well to read it to see what's in it in case somebody asked us. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we were flicking through it. Uh, uh, you know, in, in the in the in St. Brendan Square in in, in, in Ray mm. And um next thing I heard that the, the, the driver's in, you know, you know, fuck me, Rabbit has a an article in, in the UI. <laughs> he was UI. Oh, why? So he, he wouldn't <laughs> he, he wouldn't even buy it when he was in Galway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like obviously at some stage he did, uh, yeah. like in towards, at the end of the 70s I think he, he, he joined. But like he he had long like he left a uh, USI in 74. Like without any connection uh, right. to, 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 to official Sinn Féin, was like, years later when he, when he joined
2: us. And he and he was in the Labour Party anyway, before that.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, for a couple of years anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry, so, so I didn't mean to cut across you. So, so you were now, you were in USI and you were education officer. education officer. Yeah. And, and how did you, like, what was that as an experience like, just as a slight aside, well, like, how did you find it?
1: Yeah, well, firstly, it involves quite a lot of travelling internally. You, know, yeah. you go to colleges because you know, there there are also the educational issues or remember you know, like one of the campaigns we had in 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 the first year was that uh, students uh, in the national college of arts mm. uh, you know, there the people who had done uh, you know <clears throat> their degree or their diplomas in are now the the technical or the institutes of technology or whatever they you don't know, you know, a lot of them have been but the were the RTCs, Regional Technical College at yeah. the time. Yeah. And then they had <clears throat> been there was a new course started, uh Industrial Design and don't know, which you could you do, I think, a one year a one year or two year course in, in NCAD.
2: That's right. Yeah. And
1: you would get, I think the degree would come from NIHE, which is a joint course, the mm. joint validation. Uh I remember halfway through that year, uh, somebody I had known from the RTC uh, in, in Gaul, somebody had known previously, came to USI, and I just, just happened to be the education officer,
0: hmm.
1: and said, you know, We're here, we've just been told uh, they made a mess up. The course was never validated, we're not getting our degrees. Uh, like, Some people like, had, had paid their fees, you know, disrupted their lives, you know, yeah. paid whatever their accommodation fees were, and now they were being told. You know, you're you're not you're not getting your degrees, you know. Sorry sometimes. Uh no, no, so I like, obviously that's the sort of campaign, you know. <clears throat> you no, know, really that just stuck in my mind. But like there were other 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 issues of the other, you know, campaigns and a word about yeah. education policy across a wide uh range range of uh areas. Like it involved, I say, quite a lot of internal travel, because I mm. well, I didn't have a car you know
0: yeah.
1: and um uh, so, like you, you'd you end up saying, if you'd say, "I have to go to the RTC in Waterford." Mm. So you'd, you'd get the early train down. Uh, you'd go to your meetings. Uh, you talk to whoever you had to talk to, you know, whatever was there. The think you'd end up getting the the last train uh, back uh, from mm. Waterford. You know, drive into Limerick Station, reverse back out, mm. or just to Kilkenny Station. You go if you go via Limerick, you're really uh, lost. You know, and then um, drive back and and uh, get back up to Dublin, and then get across town maybe drop off your whatever you you know. And so, like, did, did, you, you worked hard. Yeah. Uh, like you worked long hours, uh, and then maybe sometimes you'd go. You know, you're young. You you worked hard. You you sort of studied hard. You lived hard. Hmm. Uh, but like we we did put in we did put in the hours. Uh, hmm. in, in that you know they like anybody is any sort of person behind the scenes. You know, apparently the odd time, you know, you're you're launching a campaign or there's a you're on the street. You it's not the sort of stuff you get get seen. It's the sort of stuff you need to get seen. Yeah. Uh, but I say it, it's 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 a it's what, it's what we were, it's the sort of stuff we were we were, we, were, we were doing. Uh, and developing policy and you know because the governments would make announcements we're we're going to do this or we're going to do that or like, say like I once day before like when I was just a party officer in, in UCG. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, there have been this, you know, all these proposals about you know, the amalgamation of uh, UCD and Trinity. You know, the the reason technical colleges weren't going to be able to, you know, they were all being you know, submitted to different, different places. I mean, it, was just, it was just sort of stubborn. So yeah. you know, eventually at that stage, the National Council of Education Awards was established, which would evaluate mm-hmm. all non-university qualifications yeah so that that lasted for 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 a good few years on on on, 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 on. like the data sort of campaign like, so people you know go go to a third level college whether whether they were getting uh a a, a degree or a diploma or a certificate mm. or whatever uh, and I, I think there's been like just from looking back on it i think there's been a denigration of the role of of the recent teaching colleges mm. uh, because a lot of the skills they produced i think uh were very central to the growth period, which happened in the nineties, which yeah. actually was a period of sustainable economic growth, as opposed to the speculation that fueled, you know, what yeah. they call it, the the Celtic Tiger.
2: Yeah, what definitely agree.
1: So, USA, so the USA in the eighties. So that was that was two years, but it also coincided, you know, especially at the end of that, with the whole. Like the northern situation was going down, going down the tubes, uh, mm. well, because of the whole hedge uh, block, uh, you know. Like there was a real, there was a real um, upsurge of, of sectarianism, an upsurge of sort of nationalist hysteria, an upsurge of sort of almost religious, you know, nationalism. The iconography from they the probably moving back in the fifties and the sixties, you know, where you have the crucifix, you know, you have you know the gun, and you have a dead person. Sort of lying in 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 in, in a tr- in a tricolor or a green flag. Mm. Uh, it was very much it was very much that, uh, and we took the view uh, sort of that you cannot, you know, like some people on the left, especially the ultra left, have said, well, you can separate the crime, you know, from the organisation. Mm. So it's really you know, Jesuits would think of something like this, don't you? You can, you can separate the sin and the sinner, <laughs> uh, but like, we we even believe so. You know, you can't say. You know somebody's in jail for, for um killing somebody you know so they should be jail they should be different from somebody who killed somebody else because i say i have a political motive uh, mm-hmm. and you say i just killed him because i didn't like him or because he was you know i wanted to go off with his wife or he was going off with my wife or mm-hmm. you know i was drunk and i mixed him up with somebody else you know so you know, we had looked at um the campaign of the provisionals mm-hmm. uh as counter-revolutionary because it, it essentially their campaign, you know, it basically meant that they, that, they, that they, all of the lack of progress on economics, lack of progress on social progress, lack of social progress on democracy, uh, you know, all could be hidden behind this screen of security. Uh, so our view wasn't wasn't that you you, you, you know this was really stemmed from Thomas's analysis in '72 of you, know, you can't bomb a million people into United Ireland, you can't shoot a million people into United Ireland, you know. Uh, so what you do is you, you stop the bombing, you stop the shooting, uh, you try and break down sectarianism, and you try and build a united working class. Uh, and that 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 that's that was our analysis then, and it stood the test of time. Uh, you know, that speech is almost 50 years old now, 50 yeah. years old. In, in, I think we've got. I
2: think we've got in the archive. Did you feel that was the wor- as official Sinn Fein shifted to Sinn Fein, the Workers Party, and then to the Workers Party that reflected that? Um movement away in a sense from that nineteen six what what you would term a 50s almost version of republicanism into something quite distinct in a sense i mean I mean is that how you viewed i mean at the time were you surprised by that evolution or did you think no this is exactly think, the right way forward
1: I think you're almost in two minds one is that you're saying well why should we surrender you know, an name we've we've had for a long time why should we mm. you know throw you know, surrender that, surrender that legacy. But at the same mm. time, you know, when you go back to what let's say Colony was saying, what Mellows was saying, but you know, go back to to, to David and, and and um law before that. Mm. You know you know that that we weren't we weren't an all-class party. Mm. You know, you know we weren't you know if we were Sinn Fein we were you know the workers Sinn Fein or Lin Fein maybe more than Sinn Fein. Right. I think people realize that right the concept uh, the whole we were trying to build was socialism. Yeah. Like, we weren't trying, you know, to recreate 1916. Mm. Like, 19, I don't have any problem with 1916. You know, it, it was of its time. You know, it was an era of empire. Mm. But you, know, you, see, you can't, you, you can't recreate 1916 uh, in 1976 uh, or 1986. I think it's exciting yeah. should prove that the failure of the fifties campaign. Like, it was such a debacle. Hmm. Uh, you know, if that didn't prove it, uh, then I think nothing, nothing will. And again, like I remember in, in the even in the eighties, you had people, you know, like like Godbrother and other people. Talking about their validity came from from the second doll, you know, because some fellow down in West in Newport, you know, was still alive. You know who had who had taken theirs. So, like, I, I don't think you can credibly say, you know, in nineteen mid nineteen seventies or nineteen eighties. You know, well our our validity stems from you know something that happened in nineteen in nineteen twenty-two. Your inspiration may come from it.
2: Mm.
1: But like your validity, you, know, you kind of claim, you know, that the you know the chief of staff of the provisional IRA is the president of Ireland you know, because of a decision of nineteen twenty-two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean that's just that's just you no know, you know, well, that's just you know, angels dancing on needles. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that, that that's that that's that was that big that issue. And like sectarianism was an issue then and it's just, like even though the shooting has stopped it's, it, 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 it's, an, it's, it, it, it's an issue now we had three general elections mm-hmm. uh, in 18 months it was mm-hmm. in 81 uh, which was a step forward for the party uh in, in George Sherlock got elected then in the spring of 82 you know, the, the government fell about the price of shoes mm-hmm. uh, we had three 18, three yeah uh, Um. You know George Sherlock Paddy Gallagher, and, and uh, Prince de Rosa yeah uh, now the two country ones the figures could either have either have got either way. Mm. Uh and as it happened, in the next election in that November the, num- the numbers did go the other way. Yeah. But yeah. so Franchise held his seat. Famous got elected uh in Valley yeah. uh, and um got her lost his seats and got her uh yeah. lost her seats. Yeah. Uh and uh, so that, that that government um was it wasn't particularly stable, but it lasted.
2: Mm. Five uh, years. Was yeah. Just about five years, yeah.
1: Uh, and uh, it lasted on the June of of, uh, of, of eighty-seven. Yeah. And uh, so and then, and then at that time I was I was working uh, for the party. I was sort of a clerk, counts manager, whatever, like, whatever fancy title I want to put it in. <laughs> uh, but like obviously apart from you know dealing with the uh, income to the party, you know, people paying their subs and their branches paying their subs and mm. uh, you know, people paying the you know, registration for the and for their yeah. election bills and all that. Like, also then, we had a, the printing, you know, Repsol side of things. So, like, we had the Irish people being printed on a weekly basis, mm. workers' life on a monthly basis, loads of pamphlets, uh, you know, of, of all sorts on, on, on all sorts of issues. Uh, women's View would have been uh, printed. You know, they tended to do their own accounts. Mm. Uh, plus then, we had, a, you know, the bookshop uh, down in, in Gardner Place. Yeah. Uh, and also, we had the... Uh, we, we 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 imported uh, books, we had a license uh with a, an art you know with, with an art and music printer in the Soviet Union. Yeah. Called Majdorodnya Keniga. Uh what it means and for Russian, I don't know, but I just wonder what names that has uh, stuck with me all these all these years.
2: They yeah. they had ads at the back of making sense, didn't they?
1: Yeah, and they, or at the front. Yeah. To me. yeah. <laughs> so they had yeah, I think instead of the phone cover. Uh, and so they, they did art books. So like, if you wanted to find a was in the in in, in, in the, the the Moscow Art Gallery or the, the fancy one in in Leningrad or whatever else. Hmm. You know, like all of all of their the Hermitage. You know, hmm. uh, you know like they produce a load of books like that. Plus they produced books on on music, I so I recall. And I think also they did some of the classics, yeah, the the, 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 the Russian classics. So say so like even though the party wasn't the, um, you know, the, the, the fraternal party uh, for the Soviet Union, it was the Communist Party. Mm. Uh, we had, because we had the bookshop and we had the network uh, mm. around the country uh, to sell it. Uh, you know, we, so it's like all of that was, was sort of what my day job was. Right. Uh, and then initially, because of where I lived, I was in the North the Inner City branch.
0: Right. Uh,
1: uh, and then I think by the end of 83, I had moved to, to uh, North Central. Right. Uh, you know, which would have covered Donny Kearney, Artane, it's a cool you know, going into the uh, cholesterol. Uh, no, well. of course the, uh, the the sort of the less Workers Party friendly areas of of, of Clontarf, but you know, mm. you, you, the cards were dealt with the cards were dealt. So that's that's where I, yeah. like when I lived in the North side, and that was the, that was the constituency yeah. I, I was in. You know, this was um, I think I say like the North kept on bubbling up all the time, and we were making you know we were working there. Um, you well, know, obviously, the, the, the issues. Like, just trying to think back, like drugs were a big issue. Uh, unemployment, immigration was a massive issue. Yeah. Uh, you know, wage attacks were an issue. Uh, obviously, equality was was, was 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 an issue. Yeah. Uh, so, like, all all of these you know, were major issues, and then in the middle of it, uh, you know, those uh, European elections in '84. Local elections in eighty five, which were good elections, uh, uh, we got we a major breakthrough in Dublin City Council at the time. Oh yeah, we went from one seat to uh, to six. Uh, you know, which was was a big break breakthrough and breakthroughs in other, in other cities. Mm. And I, I, we had gone like from the time, like from from, from the election in 80, 74 in Galway, like we we struggled, you know, to 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 fight a to fight a local election campaign. Like in, in eighty five, we had a, we elected an alderman and a councillor. Right. So, you know, so there was a certain amount of, of local pride. We have got to go and get a drink. Yeah. Uh, you know. So, uh, and of course, then there was the um, the, the European Single Act referendum uh, in 1987, which the government yeah. tried to bring in without a referendum, uh, and it oh, yeah. was the Crotty. I think that was the Crotty case. Raymond Crotty, yeah. Uh, uh, Raymond Crotty, yeah. Uh, he 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 got a Supreme Court uh, ruling, and basically almost had to injunct the government because the, the whoever was going to roll to sign it I think, I think was on their way hmm. uh, and then of course the 87 then there was a general election uh, and pat McCartan that wasn't and, and princey's got reelected uh and uh pat McCartan and got elected and joe sherlock got re-elected. yeah uh, in 87 uh, yeah. and i forget where that government fell in 89 but anyway, it did follow it in. Mm. in June. So unusually, uh, the, the national elections and the European elections were held on the same day. Mm. Very, very unusual.
2: Yeah.
1: So we got seven TDs elected at that time, uh, and um, Prince de was, was elected as an MEP. Mm. Uh, and that at that stage, the Moss uh, had uh, retired mm. uh, as as president of of the Workers' Party. Uh, and he, and uh, prince was was um, was a new president mm. uh, at, at, at at that stage, mm. uh, and I think you know, various you know I suppose rounds about social democracy were beginning to to to, to emerge. Mm. Uh, you know, originally one of the eighty nine are their speeches which which Princeps made, and uh, which uh, Owen Harris gave uh, mm. credit for, yeah. uh, and um, but then. Obviously, there was the international situation uh, happening in 89, 90, all of that the Soviet Union. Mm. But the the of ninety one, I suppose, looking back at it, was a uh, there was a proposal to bring in to adopt a new party program mm. in 1991. Uh, and in one sense that laid the the foundations for the split that happened the following year because. The manifesto, though, so the, the program that was being made in front of us really was a, a, you know, a wishy-washy social democracy. Like, for example, I forget what Branch wanted to say. We stood with the poor, mm. uh, which uh, yeah. you wasn't know, accepted. You know, yeah. like, like if, if a workers' party doesn't stand with the poor, mm. like it's a bit like Starmer not standing with with strikers. You know, when you have to get, I you know, mean, mm. sure you know, seven hoops and you, you get eighty percent support. So, like, you know, the idea that uh, you, know, you you think there's all sorts of wars, but you don't think there's actually a division of classes. You know? Yeah. So the idea that you could become a workers' party and an all-class alliance simultaneously. Uh, mm. But in any event, the the, the party program as presented you know, uh, got got. They would say watered down. We would obviously think they got strengthened. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, the socialist essence of the party uh, was was maintained. Well, then, come uh, January, February, the, the following year. February, the following year, mm. uh, there was a special organisation, done nearly.
2: Don't remember it well.
1: And the the you know the uh, the proposal to 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 uh, reconstitute the party was defeated, mm. uh, and then that led to the walkout of Prince Sturraza and his allies, uh, and the creation firstly of
2: new agenda, was it? Uh, yeah.
1: called a secret agenda and 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 then the democratic left, which we argued at the time, uh, and there's a, a document...
2: Patterns of Betrayal, is it? Well, Patterns of Betrayal. Yeah, it's a great document. Yeah, it's
1: just argued yeah. you know, quite clearly in, in the in the, pro- in the epilogue to that that we see this party isn't a, a, a long-term project. It's actually uh, a way to, to, have, to enter into the Labour Party with yep. some status, you know, that you're not just entering as, as individuals. Yeah, like say the, the same as uh, Jim Kimmy had entered, in a sort mm. of his own, uh, the DSP, or, or yeah. later on maybe as as as, as um uh, Declan Bree had entered, you know. So, obviously in '89, like it was, it was the shortest lived, um, it wasn't the shortest lived party in Christendom, but like a certainly did <laughs> didn't didn't last, and like within a very short yeah. period of time of the party being of that party being set up, they, well, unfortunately this. They lost their government uh, funding because there were only six. Mm. And then the there was an election in February, in December or October, the end of 1992. Mm. Uh, uh, I forget the month, but I know the weather was bloody horrible. Uh, and uh, they lost Pat McCartan's seat and they lost Joe Sherlock's seat.
2: That's right.
1: I think that was the was game. I think that the, 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 the so the, and I think I mean, Liz McManus was elected, but anyway. Oh,
2: Eric Byrne, was Eric Byrne elected as well?
1: He had been elected, uh, I know that went to several recounts, and I can't remember whether Eric Byrne, he might have actually lost his seat that time.
2: Yeah, I think you're I right, think
1: right. Liz like McManus won a seat. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so, in any event, it wasn't a great election for the. For, but even before that election, you know, an internal uh, document by, written by somebody uh, who didn't even have the decency to, to credit Perundello uh, hmm. wrote this uh, article uh, called six TDs uh, in search of a party, right? You know, which is uh, yeah. a clear, yeah. a clear rip off of of the yeah. uh, six 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 plays in search of an author. Yeah, uh, you know. So people can tell you, and you can read whenever you want about the party. Mm. But essentially, the row was whether or not the parliamentary party can make their own decisions and be subject to no discipline, or mm. whether the people who go out, who pay their subs every week, mm. who go out every week and Knock on doors, give out leaflets, put up the posters, stand in the rain—all mm. of that—and they go to Nordesh, you know, uh, annual conference, and they make a decision. And has that decision got a legitimacy, or has it not got a legitimacy? legitimacy? You know, who who actually decides? You know, what the public representatives of the party uh, are going to do, and it's it's the it's the debate that goes back: like, are you representing yourself, or are mm. you? A, a delegate? Are you a plenipotentiary you know, from the party and from the people who elected you? You know, uh, and if you're if you're elected on the basis of I stand for X, Y, and Z, you can't then go in and say, well, that was then. Now I stand for A, B, and C. Yep. You know, and X, Y, and Z can go can can go, can, can 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 go jump. And again, people talk about under, about democratic centralism and how bad it is. Like, if you run a party, there's only so many ways you can run it. You know, democratic centralism, you can have one democratic centralism, say, which is where the party leader makes all the decisions. You know, look at Fina Fo, look at Fina You know, party leader decides. I mean, why, why is that? Like, how is that more, just, more democratic? You know, than actually electing a leadership who, who decides what's 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 going to happen? Uh, or else you can have some sort of anarchist sort of you know, where whoever turns up on the day uh, makes makes a decision or whoever and they would say the uh makes the decisions. Yeah, were you were you surprised? I mean,
2: as as a party member as well during that period, I was surprised at the trajectory from say eighty seven onwards. In a way, I mean, obviously there was the pressure from the the retreat of the Soviets, and clearly, as you rightly say, there was a development of a very strong poll, I guess, for want of a better word, in amongst the TDs. You know, I mean, that, as you no. rightly say, that was, the you know, it was developing a, a, an alternative power centre inside the party. But on the ground, I mean, a lot of this was, like, happening way up there or somewhere over there, and you weren't hearing too much about it. I mean, there was little, tiny little fragments coming out, but most of the time it was like, well, there's another election. We're going to go out and do that. And we're going to sell the Irish people every weekend. You, you, do you know what I mean? Like, I think on the ground, I felt personally... If you'd said to me in eighty seven, well, in in four years' time, five years' time, the party would have split, and oh, and we'll have had seven TDs, but we'll, de- you know, six will have headed off in that way, and Miguel will be still there. Uh, we, you surpri- Would you have been surprised in eighty seven at that development? And were you surprised, say, by mid nineteen ninety, that things seemed to be going in that direction? Um, in eighty
1: seven, eighty nine, I would have, I wouldn't have suspected so there would have been a, a split in the party. Uh, basically, I suppose at the ninety one. Uh, Azerbaijani, mm. and the fact that some people, some people I had known for years, some people that I had respected as Marxists, mm. uh, were arguing for this so surprised me. But like, I think what happened was you had certain people who were, you know, personally or ideologically committed to to, to moving towards sort of democracy. Mm. I think a lot of people on the ground, you know, and again, it happens. I suppose the bigger we were getting to be a reasonably big party, mm. you know, so I think a lot of people probably operate on the basis that, that, that their link to the power to the centre was to their T D or their 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 mm. the their their, their, their You know, So a, a lot of time, you know, constituencies where a TD moved, a lot of the organization moved.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, and it wasn't you know, necessarily because you know everybody there was a, a raving social democrat because after a year, a lot of those people dropped out. But I think what you found was that people who who maybe a year or two into the Democratic Death Project realized what it was. Yeah felt that they couldn't come back because it meant that they had to admit they made a mistake. And it's very difficult, whether it's a, a political decision, whether it's a, you know, whatever, like maybe just a, a, a personal decision, a relationship decision, you know, to have to come back and say, I made a complete dog's dinner uh, of that. You know, I was wrong. I, I put my faith in this. You know, this was going to be a new, more open, more democratic, you know, you know broader-based left-party uh, left, left party, Uh and instead of that, it's it's a it's a project uh yeah. to get people into the Labour Party at a high profile level, yeah. uh, which, which it which it, it was very, very clearly yeah. uh you know, was. And that well, as was shown by their positions in the 94 to 97 uh, Rainbow Coalition, you know, that for all the, the, the left rhetoric, you know, that at the end of the day there were there were parties to some very uh right-wing decisions. Uh you know, like I think I remember it was the beginning of the era of you know, serious privatization uh, hmm. you know it was the beginning of um you know think like service charges uh like there was that there were around service charges of the kitchen, which which i think it was the water rates um or i better.
2: think it was water rates yeah
1: uh, like what had been brought in you what know, had been stopped and you know, all, like, like things that you, you thought were 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 were, were hmm. um you know like you would say like immediately after the 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 split democratic left for example had opposed uh, the maastricht treaty mm. uh in 82. Mm. uh but like then in government they supported wholeheartedly the amsterdam treaty uh of of um, of, of 97. uh and uh I mean, that, that was that was again, um, I, I don't sense, again no sort of position uh, so like we, we, we were fighting we were fighting those campaigns Obviously, then, in 95, we had the real one. In 83, that whole Eighth Amendment campaign, Mm. it was a really horrible campaign.
2: Mm. But the level of
1: viciousness uh, against people at that time was really bad. Women's rights had made made advances. There was equal pay. You you had the contraception case, uh, the McGee case, Mm. uh, which was provided very limited rights to contraception, at least the right to primacy. Uh, and other uh, rights like that, and then like you had after the Pope's visit in seventy nine, you had know, this you know, the creation of um, the Society for the Protection of the Unborn Child and
2: yeah.
1: its linked organisation, uh, and this whole campaign uh, to have the refer then no, a referendum mm. about about you know to ban abortion. And, like, abortion was legally banned mm. uh, under the eighteen sixty seven Act, uh, mm. and uh, so, the 1983 uh, referendum it was a really, really tough mm. And then in 86,
2: we uh, uh,
1: had this divorce referendum, which was yeah. a farce. To support him, I think, by, by Carol Fitzgerald, as some sort of a, a to his own conscience. And sort of, uh, because he had been the first uh, political leader to support the pro life movement. Uh, yeah. you know, people forget. Yeah. Jim Hussey. The first people to meet the pro life uh, gang, and they were the first people to sign up that they would bring in um, an amendment to the constitution.
2: Mm.
1: And and it was under their watch, you know, trusting their wording, that the 83 amendment uh, came in. So, in 86, they had this referendum. But on the street, you know, the number of Finneganers who were out for the the divorce referendum were vastly outnumbered by the number who were out against. Uh, both sides were vastly outnumbered, but no one sat at home on their hands, uh, praying that it would be defeated, but not wanting to get uh, in- into the bad books with anybody. Yeah. Uh, and even the Labour Party, which had a reasonably good thing, again, like, uh, like I remember in North Central, some of the prominent Labour Party people, uh, older people, were were uh, again, either sitting on their hands or opposed to it. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was, it was you know this sort of argument, I'm not opposed to, the, I'm in favor of divorce, but you know, like for some reason, uh, like I'm not a racist, but uh, <laughs> <clears throat> sort, of, sort of attitude. Yeah. And of course, the of Farris were just disgraced yeah. uh, And no, the challenge. But in any event, uh, <laughs> so, like, 86, like, I knew where I, I, I knew my gut that we would lose 83, you know. Right. I had hopes uh, for 86, but when I was talking to Mary you know, recently enough about this, and she was saying, we were in a pub I forget we were doing a collection, mm. you know, for to fight the campaign, mm. and the like, ordinary, I forget, you know, an ordinary working. Group. It could be the Kilmarganie, it could be you know, mm. the local pub, to so some, you know, you know, working class um, pub. Uh, ten o'clock so at night, you're in, you, you do your collection, mm. uh, and basically people were saying, no, oh, we're not supporting it. You no, know, we're we're, and you say, no, we're going like. So Mary said she, that said she knew. Now I still had hopes that we would win it, but like, we lost that referendum on the same, possibly the same numbers as we lost the uh, abortion referendum. Yeah. Uh, you no, know, no. So when it came to '95 and the rerun of that referendum campaign, you, know, you know, so we had supported obviously the the '86 uh, campaign. Mm. I still remember the poster we had in '83 to oppose the Eighth Amendment, like it was for democracy and tolerance. Vote no, mm. and. I cannot find a copy of that poster. I'm sure there must be somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think there's one online somewhere. Uh, you know, if somebody took a picture of a polling, I think, up in, up in Ballymone. Mm. But, but then even 85, 95 was, a, again, a tough campaign. Yeah. It, because people, I think, get carried away with what happened in, you know, in 2013, 2008. I think somebody has worked out that if, if two votes per polling booth you know, per a polling box mm. changed... We would have lost that referendum. Yeah. It was a, it was like what 49 and a half to 50 and a half? That's
2: right. Yeah. It was incredibly no, tight.
1: No, no. Uh no, So like it did it, 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 it was really tight. Uh, so but any event it it, it it was passed. And then there was a I think again you forget you sort of years rolling into one. But when there were abortion ref- referendums in was nineteen ninety two? Again, there was there was the X case. The, the X and... case and so there was the right to travel, right to yeah. nation, Yeah. And then and then there was a further one about the, you know, the substantive issue. But even, mm. and you're again, it's always difficult. You're saying, well, oh, the vote, yes, yes, no. Well, it was always difficult to you know, uh, uh, to, to, to to do. To pick through, um, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, in a you know, so I think like '98, like obviously was the the good under you know, the, the, the uh, Belfast Agreement and the mm. uh, on that, uh, which we like we understood the the, the limitations that it didn't t- tackle sectarianism, but it did. At least provide a basis for the end of, of mass murder uh, and mayhem, you know, which mm. we obviously supported, and the establishment of devolved government in Northern Ireland, which, which we obviously supported. Mm. So we did um, uh, support and, and worked hard for, 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 the, for, the, for that referendum. Mm. Um, uh, and uh, so that that, that, that was, you well, know, that, that was that was that. But I think again, probably on a day to day basis, it, like we were trying to. Rebuild the party. Uh, mm. You're trying to clear off debt uh, <clears throat> because obviously the party don't take in debt and basis. You know we have you know this size of membership. We have this mm. of fees. We can get this amount of income from you know uh, kind of subscriptions and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. And, well, the debt stays, but the the possibility of repaying it you know goes. Uh, and uh, so I remember one debt we have which had been signed. You know, we've been guaranteed, you know, a collective and an uh, uh, individual, you know, several and several and, and, and jointly mm. uh, liable. And we went to the bank anyhow and said, Look, let's just say ten people are cited. It, yeah. And so what we will do is we'll divide it according to this number of people have stayed with us. So we we'll pay this yeah. share, yeah. and that number of people have gone to the deal. So the Democratic left are responsible for this share.
0: Mm.
1: And Bank were saying no, 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 no. We were saying look, you have some chance of getting this amount. There's absolutely no chance of being able to pay the whole lot. But they, don't know, cut your losses and leave, or do whatever you want. But like, there's not a possibility. Uh, and any of the individuals who have signed here, yeah, you can take a suit, maybe a, maybe a watch, but that's about the height what, of what's what's an offer. Um, so they did eventually took that. Uh, and like again, whatever it was that that actually that when we paid that money. That was the minute I knew the Democratic Left weren't gone down the tubes. Because we paid our 50% of whatever the debt was. The Democratic Left paid their share in the morning. In the evening, before that day was out, Allied Irish banks had made a political contribution to Democratic Left in the exact same amount as their proportion of that debt. So when you, like when you have a party saying, we are, uh, a party standing with the working class to you know uh for change for all of that uh and uh, by the way our biggest contributor this this year has been Alan irish banks uh, i think you begin to know one. uh i was right, and you know, we were right Egg negative you know, this is this, this, this isn't you know, uh, a left a left program uh but I was it so, so like as well as the big ticket issues you know the, the are issues you know they are campaigns uh continued on like we revived the irish people as a weekly for a while hmm. again lost the membership i'm sorry it's monthly uh but like even then you know the possibility of selling it Like we used to sell in pubs you know a lot of papers in, in pubs
2: yeah
1: by, by that time like pubs had changed yeah uh, you know, radically you know, uh and you know, the idea that you know you had pubs with loads of men people drinking and up to the holy hour and then going home hmm. uh Hopefully, with the rare was in their pocket, <laughs> gone. Yeah, and but a lot of pubs were selling food. I mean, yeah. it was family friendly. Yeah, and you know they didn't want people in in their pubs selling papers. You, you couldn't get into pubs apart from the very 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 odd one. Like even on Saturday nights, you know the, mm. the blokes going around, uh with the Sunday Press and the Sunday mm. all, uh, Sunday word. World. Like they had all finished, so they weren't getting into pubs anymore. Yeah, you know so. Uh, the, the world had changed, but what 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 the media see or what people see is that you know the, the, the high politics in the party. When you were in in the northern branch, mm. if you were like well, I was in north central or other people were in, whatever all the different. Mm. Like you, you, sold your papers, you know. You went, you campaigned, you knocked on doors, uh, you stood on street corners, you had your stalls. You mm. uh, know, if there was an event, you know, in support of Cuba, there was an event in support of. El Salvador, which was a big campaign mm. at the time. Nicaragua was a big campaign, you know, all those years. Mm. Uh, you, know, you went along the, the campaign against the first uh Gulf War in '91, '92, what you know, uh, you know, there were campaigns. But like as you went into the two thousands, um, you know, that was like the whole illusion of the Celtic tiger had, t- had taken over. Mm. Uh, you, you, you people were still are swallowing the whole, uh, you know, nonsense of the end of history and you know, sort of socialism is dead. So like, the 90s have been a very, a very dead, very, very difficult, uh, decade for, for, for socialism. Mm. Uh, and also there, there have been a massive campaign of privatization. The, you know, the social housing, council housing has stopped being built. Like in the eighties, people were being paid to leave council houses. Mm. Uh, so then for a short while, uh, in order to buy new houses to support the building industry, and for a while there, there wasn't a shortage of council houses, but then no council houses were being built, yeah. uh, and uh, you know that I'm not sure this will come up at some stage. But like in the like, in 2001, like like we we published a little pamphlet at the time uh, about private privatisation. We, 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 we bought we a different cover on ones, but they and the artists gave us permission to to yeah. uh, change it, uh, and. Uh, then I think when he saw it, he thought maybe his future as a, an artist uh, doing cartoons for the Independent might be uh, might, oh, might no. be impinged upon. So we had we had to change it. Oh. Uh, so I'm afraid that's my artwork, as opposed to the other artwork. Well, oh, I remember in 2006, you know, doing a, we were doing research into housing, mm. and at that time, you could see a housing crisis coming up. Because the government was spending like this, 2006, mm. about 16 years ago, mm. at that stage, the government was still spending more money on supplementary. i uh, it was the housing housing supplement or the supplementary welfare? I think housing supplement mm. than there were on building houses. Yeah. You no, know, uh, because there the, the weren't um, building houses. Yeah, uh, and you know, like even by the end of the the Celtic Tiger era, you know, they had this whole concept of. Know, private builders had to have sort of a social housing component. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, demonization, like, which is really horrible the demonization of people who lived mm-hmm. in public authority, in, in local authority housing. Yeah. You know, that if you lived in a local authority house, you were a failure. Mm-hmm. You know, that you were sort of somehow uh, in need of help. If you put too many people in local authority houses at the one time, it became a, a sink. Yeah. You put too many people in any area and you don't put a school. You don't put a bus, you don't put a shop, you don't put a pitch. Like, they can be on 10 grand a year or 10 grand a week. Mm. If that's where you put them, there are going to be problems. Uh, and you know, because, you know, when I was growing up, and when know, anybody of my age was growing up, and people even younger than me, like council estates had, actually most of you, like a lot of, people worked there, of people, you worked in, most of because it was a male employment you know, area. So, you know, it, you know, but well, you had bus drivers, you had people who worked in factories, you had you had bricklayers, Then all sorts of people in in the in in, in in the trades lived in council houses. There was no disgrace. So you know, I think I saw something on that in in, the, in 1966, in the, in in that census, you know, over over 60% of people in Dublin lived in council houses. Or certainly not in the, in the city, obviously out the country, the country would be different. Yeah. Like you would like when you think of it. Like those huge communities, which are now, where houses are now going for an absolute fortune.
2: Mm. You
1: know, like the north in the city, you know, they're all apartment, mostly apartment. Mm. But like Cabra, mm. Finglas, Ballyfermot, uh, uh Dremna, uh, running down into, into Crumman. And then, again, so sort of from between the river and Trinity College, not that the people between the river and Trinity College ever linked to Trinity, you know you yeah. had pier street flats rings in um Townsend street flats mm. and then the, the houses uh, down down on, on, um on um beside rings beside rings in church there uh, yeah. uh and and uh obviously even there are social housing going on there, kind of money gardens and all of that uh you know so like you had huge you know swathes uh of of sort of but like, we also had i think an, Again, it's, it's it's hard to forget and it's still it's still a problem, even though people don't think it's a problem. I think. Mm. It's the absolutely pervasive control uh, of of churches, like churches in the Northern Northern Ireland, whether it's the Catholic Church or the Anglican Church or the Presbyterian Church, mm. uh, and obviously then down here because of just sheer numbers the, the, the Catholic Church. Yeah. Like in schools, in, in in hospitals. which I think people forget about maybe uh, in the last couple of months when they realize that they uh, the new maternity hospital is going to be controlled by the Catholic Church, mm. uh, people realize, be like, oh, I always thought St. Vincent's was, it, was it a public hospital. It's a public hospital in the sense we pay for it. Mm. A private hospital in the pay that they it. Yeah, In the same way as, you know, that, that there are 3,300 uh, primary schools uh, in the country. Uh, and 95, no, I think it's 3,000 of them or 2,800 uh, are Catholic Church uh, national schools. Let you know, We said you don't have parish priests in their sultans switching in, you know, doing Catholic instruction. But uh, I think, as we have seen in in, in, in secondary schools, in in uh, mm-hmm. you know, the race institute, you know, they, I don't know if there's a Christian public to be seen in the country,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: that whole ethos is still maintained uh, because you have these institutes set up by by, by lay people. And yep. I have found something I don't know especially in maybe the 80s and 90s so some of the church people had been to latin america but actually seen and fought poverty in places like latin america or the philippines they had some concept uh of a social conscience whereas exactly. some of the, the 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 catholic zealots that you have now running these organizations uh have absolutely no sympathy or sympathy uh, for the less well off uh and, and for any concept of of inclusion uh They'll just do what's necessary to keep on getting the money and getting getting control. But their underlying philosophy uh, is uh back back to uh the the, the rerum novarum, you know, which is what mm. hundred years, actually just over hundred years old Yeah. Uh, now. And then of course the other big scandal probably into the two tens was the uh, remember the Ryan report? The, the, mm. the whole, yeah, the Murphy you had all these reports suddenly coming out about Revealing what was ha- have been happening uh, in industrial schools in yeah. uh, all, all all of the all of these areas. Yeah. And, like I remember if, when we were in Go, we passed by every morning uh, when I lived in, so- in Salt Hill. One, one or two years, mm. we would have walked in mm. or Salt Hill past this, and like I never had uh, Christian Brothers in, in school. Mm. Uh, looking back at the honesty, thankfully. Mm. Uh, but well, people assumed that they were horrible, uh, and that there was a lot of, you know, physical abuse. Mm-hmm. You know that that that, that, that these poor mm-hmm. kids would have been. Yeah. We never contemplated the level of horror that was going on there. Yeah. You know, the level of sexual, uh, you know, that, that it's like sexual abuse, but sexual perversion.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, that that was happening, uh, and you know, the absolutely widespread uh, nature of that, and like what was happening. Again, I say uh, people assumed that there were. Not nice institutions, you know, because mm. you, uh, you don't send people to, to nice institutions for you know, if they are. Mm. So, like, we knew there were some sort of punishment. You know, but I think, on just a level, sometimes of physical abuse, sometimes of sexual abuse, sometimes of both, mm. uh, I think that you it know, was a shock. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, there have been some revelations, you know, uh, over the years, you know, individuals have been telling the story that we're beginning to see, but I think when the institutionalized level of it uh, emerged, uh, sure. And uh, we, we did a bookish on that as well, very right. a, a small one. You know, it was sort of the two thousands, and like then, obviously, then there was the European and the whole advance mm. of change of the European Union, mm. the Nice Treaty, uh, one of which was won, one of which was was lost. Mm. Uh, before, you know, actually, before Ireland had finished well, with the second Nice Treaty, the European leadership uh, had a commission of the the Constitution of Europe, and the, the, produced the Constitution of Europe. Mm. Uh and it went to because it was a constitution actually it had to go for a referendum in a lot of countries. Mm. So the Spanish passed it, the Dutch uh rejected it, mm.
2: uh,
1: the I think Luxembourg passed it. And then what the death knell insofar as the document is a formal document, when the French rejected it. Mm. Um because the leadership assumed you know, we can sweet talk or some way force a the Dutch to change their mind, hmm. uh, or get around them, but obviously, the French uh, were a bigger, a more difficult proposition, so therefore, uh, the, the, the constitution was dumped, and then the Nice Treaty, uh, came in, which again were two referendums in 70, in 2007, 2008, hmm. uh, and uh, you know, was it was uh, defeated and then and and, and 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 then passed, but also, like you had the referendum, which people are nearly forget about, which undone. Part of the Good Friday Agreement uh, referendum, which changed—I mean, which means that part of the Good Friday referendum was that if you were born in Ireland, you were mm.
2: Irish. The citizenship referendum. Citizenship, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, citizenship referendum. McDoyle. Uh, like, uh, like, which is a completely reactionary referendum, yeah. you know. Uh, and there was this—the completely manufactured crisis about people using, you know, um, you no, know, you know, so suddenly you had hordes of people flying in here from the Middle East or banging or somewhere you know, to have babies. Like, I'm sure even if, plans, if that was yeah. happening, which I don't imagine it was, yeah. I'm sure their option, they're, the idea wasn't when we get big, but when to have a child that's going to live in Ireland. Yeah. The idea was when we have a child who will live in Germany, which they can do uh, because they have, they have an EU passport. Yeah. You're trying to, at all times, keep up with issues, build uh and like, some of you think you're making progress and like, on, on social issues we're making progress on housing we weren't when, when i started got got involved in politics people who were on the bottom that know, low incomes had a chance and a good chance and eventually everybody you know, would get a would get housing you know they mm-hmm. get a flat uh, or an apartment not flat or, you know, or, or, or a house mm-hmm. uh and you know it would be affordable, you know, with variations of, of how difficult it was. It lasted right up until the end of the, of, the, of the 90s. But from the end of the 90s, it started becoming more and more difficult. And now it's just impossible. And the idea of getting social housing yeah. has, gone, has gone through the floor. It's
2: evaporated. Yeah,
1: yeah. and um, on top of that, you know, the status of people who, who are forced into that are seen to be, you know, you are a failure, you know, you are a sponger. You know, rather than like the idea that, you know, which I've always believed, you know, you know, that housing, education, health are rights. They're not commodities. You know, they're not really bought and sold in the marketplace. And we knew in the past education was viable. You, know, you you bought, you paid your fees, you went to secondary school. You paid more fees, you went to boarding school. You paid your fees, you went to university. All of that. You paid your fees uh, and you became an apprentice to a an accountant you paid your fee you became a solicitor then not an apprentice well, that, that, that's a medieval system like I, I mean i thought we had moved from that uh and like we, we would have that once they looked uh to the student grants level in northern ireland and what they were doing mm. and of course now it's it's uh, just collapsed uh uh and of course we thought maybe when you know whatever just so, so different the you know an party from 2007 for any the time, that would have done something to reverse that which of course they didn't have just made it worse um but in any event you know sorry you, you do have that whole you know, kickback in other areas but also like the idea of work you know work being that a worker has any level of permanence
0: mm.
1: so like, I remember there was outrage years ago when Brian Nenahan senior <coughs> uh, had the idea you know selling public so you know, people should you know, people should immigrate basically yeah. that's what you've been educated yeah. for
2: yeah.
1: You know, but I know people are being you know, educated uh, and they get a job and be told, you are being told you cannot look forward to a permanent job but a permanent job is a wrong aspiration you should not aspire to a permanent mm. job mm. Uh, you have to make provision for your own pension Yeah, you know that is wrong. Like, yeah. Pension should not be the biggest subject of profit by a multinational company. You no, know, you pay your money into your social insurance fund, yeah. and you get a pension at the end of the day. Uh, and when you get to an age when you can't work, at a certain age, or just because of health or otherwise that you can't work, you know, then you know the, the state provides out of the out of the out of the public fund that has been <laughs> that has been created. Yeah, uh, I get, it's just it's just so basic, you know, that if you have. You know, in uh, a bank or a corporation or whatever company you know, that you have one like whether you have ten people or ten thousand people, you know, the, the idea that you all individually negotiate your wages with their boss. Yeah. You know, like I remember the, the first time we were seeing this on a mass scale was uh with digital in Galway. Which is I mean people say, Oh, well, they're getting better paid and they get this and that. And of course, they were, and then digital up to left. I yeah. uh, think they're getting the same deal as everybody else. Yeah. Uh, you know, so the the the, the constant you know, that the unions uh, are bad, so you know, that you know you can have IBEC, you, know, you can have you know the Institute for uh, you know European and International Affairs. You can have all these institutes at which the bosses uh, collaborate. Mm. You know, apart from which they can meet perfectly well in mm. uh, some golf course. You know, that costs ten grand to get into. Yeah, uh, you know which think uh, like is it's is what, just above like, well, just what nine tenths of what the what the unemployed rate for the year is. Yeah. So I don't think you find that number of unemployed people uh, applying for for those who have got for far purpose they wouldn't get in. Um uh, you know, so you know that that the idea you know that that to be in a union is is somehow again wrong that that to withdraw your labour mm. is is wrong. Mm. But you are a laborer, you are a day laborer. You no, know, like if you don't you know, you turn up to work or you say, You're not paying me enough. I'm not turning up to work, like I'm not a, a great person, you know, to quote in the Bible, but there is somewhere I recall, you know, a fair day's wage for a fair day's work. Yeah. And one of the things you should do before you give up religion is actually read the Bible. Right. And then you realize why you should give it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably you know, the New Testament. It's probably the yeah. New Testament.
0: I don't think you're talking yeah. to experts on here
1: you say like how how does the person keep going? Mm. You know, is it's not like game approaching you know 50 years in sort of uh politics, but you do find whole sets of new people coming com coming com- com- yeah. involved. Yeah. Uh and certainly like after a period of I maybe mean, just taking over for 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 a while, mm. um like certainly the eight, ten years ago uh and up to now, I mean there's been a a really big upsurge mm. in our terms uh, mm. of, of young people. You know, not talking much necessarily young people in the sort of teenagers mm. some of those have, have turned up yeah but like people in the, in their twenties and thirties and sometimes it's they have been around you know, they're not like some of them have been in other political parties some of them have been in, in, in mass movements and like obviously people have been involved in one-off campaigns yeah they realize there's no structure there's no end so you know, like where does it go like it's like the occupy movement it's full mm. of energy for, for six months and then it vanishes in a puff of smoke mm. You know, uh, and people people are left wondering, afterwards. Like I just spend so much energy, on what's left? Like what? What? what so people, some people just give it up, and some people didn't say I'm going to be involved in with in an organisation with the same aims, but with a structure, with a long term aim, with a plan. Uh, and so I think we we get a lot of people from different different campaigns.
2: And and do you think that's an enduring uh, a testament to the enduring appeal of class politics? Because I mean, if you think about yourself, you came in in the seventies. And as you're saying now, like you've got new layers coming in in the 2010s, and and after into like yeah. around the 2020s, the two years of the pandemic, I keep wiping them out of my head. But <laughs> it, it, like, do you think that it's? I mean, because the workers' party has always flown the flag of class politics in the state, and on the islands. and and do you think that that's the, that in that sense, class politics has this continuing, enduring appeal, or or do you think?
1: I think I think it's a, I think there are two things. Yeah. Um, three. One is class politics. You know, you, you know where you stand. You know, like, we don't want to be, we don't aspire to be. We are not an all-class alliance. Yeah. You know, like if somebody who has a million quid wants to join us, grand, they want to give us a million quid, but we can't actually do so it you know, so, yeah. but, you know they, they can give us the two and a half grand a year. Mm. Uh you know, but like you know, you're not we know we're we know the sort of people who want to join us. Mm. You know, we're you know, we're a working class party, but the working class, you know, people think working class just means that you have uh, overalls in a shovel, Like somebody who goes out to work in a, in a, an office or a factory, uh, if we have any factories left, yeah. uh, and, you know, works there nine to five, uh, whether they're behind a computer uh, or whether they're in uh, a store, you know, whether they're selling uh, books or whether they're selling jeans or whether they're selling whatever else, you know, I mean, that's part of the working class. Like tomorrow morning, as we have seen with so many shops, you know, Debenhams and all of the theories. The people who, who were in retail, you, know, you had a job today. You no know, lunchtime, you don't have a job. Uh, you no, know, no. So like, the, the working class isn't. So it's not. It's not just the blokes with dungarees and shovels. Mm. I think loyalty to that class, that vision, uh, has has been important. I think the fact that we have been consistent north and south in fighting for secularism and against sectarianism uh, has, has, stood, has stood to us. You know, because like, you have people who will say, oh, I fight against the, you know, I, I don't want Catholic control of education down here. And then they'll go to the North and say, well, I'm actually in favor of Catholic control of education in the North, because otherwise it will be unionist control. Like, you can't, like, that's nonsense. Like you're in favor of a secular set of education, North and South, or secular health service, North and South, or secular services, you know, for uh, social services north and south, uh, or you're not in favor of Otherwise it's just, you know, you can't, you know, be kind and he he's run with the hair and once mm-hmm. and hunt for the hound. You can't, you know, like otherwise, you, you know, what, what, what does your politics mean? And fact, I think the fact as well, you know, that we've always made a distinction, a very clear distinction between republicanism and nationalism, you know, in that republicanism is the unity of Catholic, Protestant dissenter, and everybody else. Nationalism, you know, is the promotion, especially Irish nationalism, has been the promotion of one um, denomination over the other. So whether it's you know Irish Catholic nationalism, or whether it's British sort of unionist you know unionist nationalism. You know, so I mean the fact that we can go back to Wolf Tone or an a tradition through there, you know. Which, which talks about the unity of Catholic Forestry center that I take that will take our inspiration from the great class, uh, the men of no property. You now, did you bring that to, you know, to 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 but you know, bringing the, you know, realizing uh, that that the landlords and that upper that upper echelon, will never achieve anything. You know that you have to have. You know, it's the people who own the land, the landless peasants. You know, are, are there you know, through Devitt, uh, even though I suppose the end of his work created a peasant culture. That isn't that wasn't his vision. I mean, he had a completely different vision uh, of, of, what, of what it should be. Uh, you know, so I think you, know, you, you go through that and then you bring it up to our own generations you know, as developed well by, as I say again, Thomas McGill, you know, I suppose the goalie was important um, because he had come much more from the the whole militarist uh, yeah. uh, tradition. You know, like was like Tomas didn't come from like Tomas came from more a, a free state. Uh, family background, mm. uh, you know, whereas whereas um, uh, Golding had come from a, a Republican family, you know, go, going back and mm. had been involved in the Fina run around fields and uh, mm. all, 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 all that. I uh, had you know done his time uh, you know, for for
2: oh yeah in the fifties for in, in oh, England.
1: No, so no, so like I think they saw when when they're in jail. Going to themselves, you know, the, I think he uses time to think, you know, to talk to other, I suppose, plenial, you know, prisoners, especially I think the the, the Cypriots uh, who are uh, there 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 with them, uh, and and actually to go back to the basis yeah. of, of what does it mean, uh, and he said, he, uh, if, you're, if you're not part of the people, if you're not with the people, then you're an elite, you know, you 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 can't you can't be that. Uh, and I think you know in moving the the, the, the movement uh, forward. Obviously this has happened before my time. You know mm. I can't really I know in vulnerable vener- and grave. But I can't really take credit for what happened in the 60s. <laughs> uh you know, when I was in national school in East Galway. Yeah, but it's still part of the heritage of the party. Yeah, it it, it is, you know. And I think you know you have to you know, realize the part of the heritage back in the 50s and it was like, it was sectarian nonsense, you know you started, you know, meetings with you know, with prayers, you know, the, the rosary or something like that. I mean, if you want to say the rosary, fine. But I like, don't think you can say, we're going to start a, a meeting with Catholic prayers and then we're going to unite yeah. Catholic Protestant in the centre, you know, yeah. uh, yeah. or, around around class politics and the, the, you know, the idea that we actually don't think the ruling yeah. class should be the ruling class. Yeah. There's
2: a bit of a contradiction between those.
1: Yeah. So i say that, you know, there, there's, I, I would still see myself as an activist, but uh, it's just on a physical level, you can't do. Hmm. You can't put in the same hours as you, you know, when you're when you're uh, you know in your sixties than you could when you were a teenager or in your twenties. Yeah. You know you, you can't sort of uh, go out in the morning and give out you know, cameras in the afternoon and go at night and do the same thing uh, for six for six days in a row. Yeah. So uh, go for a pint afterwards. So yeah. like, you know, the body slows up. But I think well, obviously you didn't have to be you use your experience. You know people talk about the sixties, the seventies. Things say well that's not what it's like. You know. Okay just because the book says this, this, yeah, you know, in actual fact, the party had a vibrant internal life. You know, people met, people talked mm. you know, and, 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 and in any area, you know, the city centre or whatever else, mm. people would have at one stage, you know, gathered up in, in, in study books. and then in Clubby Climb. Yeah. in, in the South side, people would have gone to, um, Oh, that, the bar on, on, um, the Dockers bar, you know, oh, yeah. and the, uh, yeah. uh you know, a, a group there. there's a very firm a bunch of again there was a, a pub which you know the, the party members would have met in after their after their activities after their branch meetings and so again, the same way as you know certain hotels would be a Fall hotel or certain hotels would be well you see the, the fininegators meeting there yeah so like so there the, the were these centers and the, and the social life and that whole interaction mm. and, and people were talking you know, you know this happened in, in RTE or this happened at some senior level, whatever. Hmm. You know, by and large...
2: We knew nothing about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. and, you know, oh, you know, we were all in thought of the Soviets. Like, people, yeah. in Northern Nordic political party, international affairs were important, in a sense, hmm. there were two sides of the Cold War, and you had a vision as to where, where you stood. Hmm. Uh, but, like, the idea that we were trying to create an Ireland, some mini-version of the Soviet Union, you know, well, the first thing I think we, we learned from Know, from the fifties and the forties, mm. was that you can't recreate the past. Mm. You know, so the Soviet Union was came in, in a certain time, from a certain, like they were in a certain stage of development. Yeah. Like in the idea that you could you know, recreate an even if you, if you wanted to, almost created there. Uh, you know, was 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 clearly nonsense. Yeah. Uh, but like, in the sense of like, the most in, in, in interaction you would have had with you know, Soviet Union, I say was some of their books, if you can get your hands on those, you know, you know Ardash, think, uh, yeah, they were turned up to, to the RDS. Yeah, yeah. I uh, see
2: the lads down the back in the RDS, but that was it, mostly. Uh, you
1: know, but, like, but it was mostly solidarity. Like mm. uh, I, I didn't forget about our involvement with that. Kenney, yeah. Uh,
2: like
1: the anti-apartheid movement, uh, Latin America, Yeah. you know, uh, Cuba, and obviously, and tragically, the ongoing situation in, in, in Palestine. Yeah. You know, which was a a campaign that ran from the first time I was involved in the party yeah uh, you know, and is like, what well, like, I think we probably hoped like in the 70s and 80s and that that, that, that it would be resolved I, mean, I don't think we ever thought it would be like right to the pre48 borders. we thought some there would be some yeah. rational settlement yeah. you know, the idea that has continued to get worse and worse and worse and worse
2: 2022 yeah
1: yeah you know, so I said that there the, were things <clears throat> that are like So certain I- issues have improved, you know, social life has improved. Mm. So expected, you know, very length of life has improved, you know, some of the social constraints on society. Mm. But in the sense of, you know, housing uh, has, because it become so privatized, has got worse. Mm. Uh, conditions of work for a lot of people uh, ha- have, have, have got worse. And I also think that because so many more people have an expectation uh, of, non, you know, they, they don't believe in, in the sort of, the old, uh, you know, social set of of church control. A lot more people feel actually deprived. Mm. Because when we were growing up, the assumption was, you went to a Catholic school, you went to a Catholic school, and you, you became a teacher, you got a job in a Catholic school. But that's the more people now, you know, like the, the number of people who will be in the census as not believing in religion. Yeah. You look at the number of schools, you know, that are not religious, Religion is controlled, in nowhere, mi- nowhere near meets that. Yeah, uh, you know, so people like have a legitimate expectation that they can. That I don't believe in religion, but they don't have a chance of getting into a school mm. and just push uh, uh, some sort of some sort of religious agenda. Uh, and like that's, you know, so, I mean, that is a, a, a big issue. Or they don't have. Oh, doesn't have a chance of going to a hospital. It doesn't have uh, a religious a religious ethos. Yeah. So, so, like, I think I think there there, there are serious areas where we've we've, we've, gone, we've gone downhill, mm. and you know, the whole I think the whole push to war. Like, I think a lot of people talk with the collapse of the Soviet Union, with the dissolution of the Warsaw Pact. Mm. Uh, well, that'll be then. NATO will dissolve them. There'll be some chance uh, of 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 world peace. You know, Soviet Union is gone. It's never going to re, recreate itself. Uh, the Warsaw Pact is gone. Uh, and NATO is is is, is getting bigger, and uh, there's huge pressure on us now to join, uh, which would be the final, uh, I think, insult to 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 to, 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 the, to the people in this country.
2: Well, of course, you're you're you were saying you're uh, uh, vice president of Pana, isn't that I'm, right? I'm secretary of am of... Pana. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're secretary of Pana. So I mean, you'd be yeah. you'd be deeply involved in this,
1: involved in there, terms
2: of activism on that yeah. as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, like, involved, Not to say there was Shannon watch watching the whole. Use of Shannon Airport uh, by, the, yeah. by, the Ameri- by the American, absolutely. I mean, it has been going on blatantly now for, tw-
2: for since since uh, two thousand and three. So, is it, I mean, it's sort of to sum up, I just in a way would you say that the problems in a weird way seem remarkably similar in some respects to the problems that you started your political yeah, I think, life. I think eventually. the same.
1: There, it the same broad issues. Yeah. How the manifest is, are probably different. Yeah. Uh, in that, you know housing is still an issue,
2: yeah.
1: our natural resources are still, are still an issue,
2: yeah.
1: the conditions of work are still an issue, yeah. the, the whole issue of you know, taking church, separation of church and state, a lot of the overtly things have happened, been taken out, but that residual control, which is huge, uh, hasn't been affected. The, 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 the whole uh, death and destruction in the north has changed, has ended, thankfully. Yeah. But the level of sectarianism the sectarian division between people has possibly probably got worse uh, in that you know you now have more peace walls in after 20 years of the of the belfast agreement than you had beforehand mm-hmm. uh you know the the, the housing uh divisions have got, have got worse certain problems have have eased off uh certain things have got some of it, but the, the 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 essential issues which brought me into politics almost 50 years ago uh are still, the, because I suppose they're the, they're the core issues of control, you know, they're the core issues of, of how people live. So, you know, they're, the, they're the issues which is is it a free society, is it an equal society, or is it a hierarchical society? And obviously, if you, you know, can get rid of the hierarchy, can get rid of the inequality, then hopefully, they can retire.
2: <laughs> I think that's a fantastic note to end on. Listen, thank you so much. Positive of this. Really appreciate that.
1: And thanks for the chance to,
2: to be on your show.
1: You're you. welcome. Thank you.